0: Hello and welcome to Next Level Ops, a podcast that explores tools, tips, and techniques for hosting and managing websites presented by Plus. Today, our guest is Lucas Rodka, and we're talking about WordPress, specifically the WordPress toolkit and common problems that WordPress can cause for hosting or service providers. So it's a great conversation. I am very familiar myself with WordPress, so uh, I was able to ask a lot of good questions here, and Lucas provided us with a lot of great answers. So let's get into that interview. But before we get started, a quick reminder, as always, to subscribe to this podcast to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out. All right, let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, and welcome to Next Level Ops, a podcast brought to you by Plesk. We are talking today to Lucas Rodka. He is a product manager at Plesk, and we're gonna be talking about the most common WordPress problems for hosting providers. So WordPress is a very popular content management system. Um and because so many people use it, there are a lot of uh, things popping up that users and hosting providers should know about. Lucas is the man to tell us about those things. Lucas, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. I have been using WordPress for uh, since 2004. So that is a very long time. Uh, it's come a long way. And um, I, within the last year or so, got to play with uh, the WordPress toolkit, which is a a product that you offer uh, on Plesk. And I've got to say, I was extremely impressed by it. It made a lot of things really easy. Um, A lot of pain points that I, as a web developer, experience for my clients. Uh, So let's let's kind of talk about what it could do for hosting providers today, right? Uh, So let's start off with why this topic is important? Uh, you know, do you feel a majority of your customers use WordPress through Plask? Yeah,
1: um, thank you for the question. So yes, uh, when we look at the data we collect uh, in Plesk, we see that a big chunk of our users access the WordPress Toolkit uh, on a daily or weekly basis to manage their instances from their own dashboard, where they see everything. And we discovered uh, two or It has multiple reasons. Uh, One, for example, is after launching the WordPress toolkit, uh, we saw also a lot of new customers coming to Plask because of the WordPress toolkit and its easy-to-use features. So um, those are then users who only use WordPress mostly and where the WordPress toolkit was their reason to give Plask a try. And on the other hand, we see a lot of hosting partners who are offering the WordPress toolkit to their customer because it makes their life also easier. Uh, For example, back in my previous job at a bigger hoster, we saw a lot of problems of having unmanaged WordPress instances getting hacked, which then led to bad performance, security issues, and also bad reputation, both for us and WordPress as a CMS.
0: Gotcha. So uh, yeah, that that's a really great point, right? Because um, the great, the great and terrible thing about WordPress is the amount of freedom you have, the amount of freedom to set up whatever website you want, relatively cheaply. But also the freedom you have to uh, uh, cause problems for either yourself, your client, or or your hosting provider, right? Because if you're on a shared host, um, if your website is compromised, then it's possible that other Websites are compromised as well. So, um, just let's let's jump right into it, right? Because uh, there are a couple of things I do want to talk about, um, like how do you figure out what problems to support? But perhaps we should start with what are some of the most common problems for hosting providers uh, when it comes to WordPress specifically.
1: Um, so, uh, out of my experience, I can uh, can name three different things. So, first one is performance. Second is updates, and last but not least, uh, security. Uh, because most of the customer expect a high performance website, no matter how much they pay for, and they all want to reach forty, one hundred score and Google Page Speed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you as a host are responsible for. 80% of their website's performance at the end. Uh, they rely on you that you have good um, infrastructure beneath database as up to date and reachable and such stuff. Um, yeah, and instead of them paying mostly an extra dime for managed servers or VPSs, they mostly try to install multiple plugins to increase the performance and stuff which then leads to the next issue, the updates, because once those plugins are installed, they are hard to update or people don't update. So updating the WordPress core isn't hard anymore, thanks to the work of the community. So it's just a simple click or a daily job which is running, but we can't say that yet for plugins and themes because uh, some developers don't take that much care about updating their plugins and themes and also the end users don't uh, go to the WordPress dashboard daily and update everything and test it and everything. So you as a hosting provider needs to also make sure that those uh, plugins and themes are updated uh, and also because of the uh, security and stability of your platform at the end because non-updated plugins and themes lead to open doors for hackers. And when talking about shared hosting environments, as you already said, we have that noisy neighbor problem that you (laughs) as a hoster need to make sure that uh, you isolate each user and keep other users safe, even for one user got hacked or sending out spam, increasing the um, CPU tasks or something.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, so it's kind of like a knock-on effect, right? Um, people, uh, they want better performance or they want the best features or whatever, so they uh, do things to, to um, accomplish that cheaply, and then the rest happens, right? They add more plugins. They probably add more plugins than they need to add. Uh, I've seen instances where more than one page builder has been installed on a WordPress site, Uh, And then they were wondering why their site is so slow or or why they're having conflicts. Um, And then those plugins don't get updated and you have the security issues. And so I I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, You know, when stuff like this happens, people uh, are more likely to either blame WordPress core or blame the host. And so, uh, unfortunately or not... um, the onus is on the host to try to fix some of these problems, and so uh, in in your experience and your observations, um, what what can you do or what can the host do to kind of mitigate these issues? Um, I know that some of that is built into WordPress toolkit, uh, but generally speaking, uh, how do they make sure that their uh, their customers have the most performance they can have at the level they're paying, that their site stays updated and secure? Yeah, Um, so an easy task, for example, for hosters is mostly
1: to offer the latest technologies. Not speaking about uh, having a lot of choices, but just offering the latest PHP versions, keeping your MySQL or MariaDB up to date. Um, Don't uh, save money on the server hardware at the end or go uh, off uh, or... Proactively reach out to users who may succeed their shared hosting accounts to switch to VPS or managed servers or something like this. And also, in terms of security, just have your mod security rules, for example, up to date. Um, offer services to update plugins and themes for the customer or just proactively approach them saying hey we discovered that you have a plugin and theme which is unsecure which then also means for you as the hoster that you need to be up to date in terms of what are the known vulnerabilities out there what big new theme or plugin has a security issue and where do i need to react as a hoster
0: yeah i think i think those are great tips right and um uh make sure offer the latest php especially like lately the P, the php versions have focused heavily on performance i think um and so that is that can be an easy win for you that the customer doesn't have to worry about um be proactive is another one as we record this uh i think it was last week a bug was discovered in let's encrypt and they any any security uh, any SSL certificate that had that security flaw was voided. And uh, I have one hosting provider who uses Let's encrypt, and I had to reach out and ask them about it. Um you know, I, I saw some hosts like tweeting what they were gonna do, some hosts emailed. and the hosting provider that I was using, I was like, what's going on with my sites? Am I gonna have to spin up these SSL certificates again? And they just kind of said, like we're monitoring we're monitoring the issue and we'll let you know. And I'm like, well, you'll let me know. Like you don't know or whatever. Um, it's, this is not a soapbox thing for me, but I, t- to your point, being proactive is so important. I think, especially for some of the non savvy users, right? Who maybe don't know about SSL or let's encrypt and wouldn't have heard about that. So, um, have those security measures in place. And so, uh, with with that, um, how do you feel this is this is not a uh, a question that i I prepared you with before the show, but i'm I'm generally curious. Um, automatically updating themes and plugins? Is that something that? Uh, you think is is a good idea or kind of a terrible idea or proceed with caution, sort of? What's your take on that?
1: Um, so it always depends on how you prepare for it. So uh, if you just run a, a CLI script which updates everything uh, on a minute base or something, it's probably a terrible idea. But uh, if you start to plan updates, like doing backups before, doing checks before and after from your website, uh, and also approach your customers that you might just update their website, please take a look, or ask them before if it's okay for them to update or not, Um, then automatic updates are a good idea. And as we all should know, Uh, WordPress WordPress project is already working on a solution to update themes and plugins automatically. So, um, hosts should start to look into it, prepare themselves because not every plugin and theme will update without any hassles, and they need to prepare their support and everything for it because. It's then again the issue. I haven't changed anything on my website. It's not looking like before. It's the default of the CMS or the hoster.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a really great point, right? Um, if if a customer is not sure, then they're going to blame the most visible thing, which, as you said, is going to be WordPress or or their hosting provider. Um, and I suspect probably a lot of hosting providers get WordPress related support questions. Uh, that maybe they can't handle, or they're not prepared to handle, or just there's so many variables in in WordPress, right? That supporting it is, um, its own separate entity. Like companies focus specifically on that.
1: Yeah, and that's also one point for the popularity of those big managed WordPress hostsers, um, mm-hmm. because they have a great WordPress support at the end. And you, as a customer, you pay your huge amount of money to them but you can always assure that once you call them they help you
0: yeah yeah. again that's a, another great point because yeah I mean if you have like a hobby site and you're on shared hosting and it goes down for a couple of hours like fine but if, if you have uh, an e-commerce site or a services site where like leads coming in from the website is the most important thing then it's worth investing that money, so you don't have to worry about it and potentially lose business. So, uh, so this is this is really good information. Um, before we get into what what hosting companies can do or what WordPress uh, or kind of the specifics and what the WordPress toolkit does, how much can WordPress core? um, mitigate these problems. You know, you mentioned that they do automatic core updates for minor releases, um, and that they're working on a way to automatically update themes and plugins without potentially breaking the site. But that still seems like it'll be a little bit on the user or the host to make sure things don't just like completely break. Um, so how much, how much does WordPress mitigate some of these problems?
1: So uh, in the past few uh, releases, we strongly see a big increase of security mostly because WordPress is um, forcing a strong password. Then um, a few releases ago, there was that new check where you always need to uh, approve that you still have access to your email address and such stuff to make sure that um, you don't lock yourself out. But also the uh, Site Health Checker uh, checker, who's uh, in the dashboard of WordPress who checks for uh, updates, PHP versions, and all this stuff you need to run WordPress uh, safely and secure are really helping uh, the hosts also.
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And then, of course, there are um, other plugins that can help. iThemes um, iThemes has a suite of plugins uh, like SiteSync, right, which will let you know what needs to be updated. Um, but are there any other plugins that you could recommend to kind of help again mitigate some of these issues?
1: Um, so uh, having a, a security plugin uh, doesn't harm at the end but it always uh, ends on the level where WordPress also ends. Like uh, it Mm -hmm. still runs on the same PHP and stuff. So I security is great, WordFriends and stuff uh, because they also uh, think around the corner sometimes like checking for new users, uh, enabling two-factor authentication and such stuff, which isn't yet implemented in WordPress, but totally makes sense in terms of security.
0: Yeah, that's great, but you you raise a good point, right? That uh, WordPress security plugins end where WordPress ends, right? It's almost like uh, leaving the 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 front door to your house open while locking the bedrooms, right? Yeah. Um. So you're you're securing inside the house, but you're not doing anything to prevent people from actually coming in the house. Um. And that's where you know maybe that's where tools like. Um, uh, that's where hosting companies can then add on their own level of security maybe that's partially where the WordPress toolkit comes in so we've been we've been dancing around the WordPress toolkit uh, so let's let's talk about both of these things right what are some way that hosting companies can prevent or quickly fix some of the problems that um, their users see using WordPress and how does the WordPress toolkit help
1: yeah so um the WordPress toolkit um, checks, for example, for uh, updates for plugins, themes, and core. You can uh, automatically enable them. We also have something called Smart Updates, which always creates a stage of your website, tests updates there, and then compares the live website with the updated website to see if there are any issues you, are fa- or you, will, you would face if you choose update. But also our security checker goes through the most common list of things like having the rights, um, file rights, or permission sets. Um, don't use a user called admin uh, and such stuff.
0: Gotcha, and that's great, right? That um, especially the smart updates. Um, again, as somebody who manages other people's websites, a tool like that is invaluable, right? Because it does automatically what you would have to do. Um, if you're doing things right, right? If there's like, um, if we're going to say do things the right way, then you should always update on a staging server. Um, I know a lot of people, myself included, probably just see like a small dot update to their plugin and they're like, it's probably fine. Um but having a staging server to do all of that stuff automatically means you don't have to worry if it's probably fine. You will know whether or not it's fine so that specifically is uh, is huge I think um, so that sounds like a, a really fantastic uh solution, but there's also more to the WordPress toolkit right that again can help that can help hosting companies help their customers because that's really what we're looking at here,
1: yeah. Uh, Yeah, so uh, we try to solve the most used features Uh, customers could contact a a support from a hoster inside the WordPress toolkit, like uh, changing some files, enable maintenance mode, setting up uh, password protection with an HD access file, uh block the access to uh, an offer scan for example or for bots uh, enabling or disabling a search engine indexing and such stuff
0: gotcha gotcha that's that's great um and and that kind of solves the general support thing too right because um again that's that's another tough nut to crack uh if if your support team is not trained on WordPress, uh, then they're not going to know what things to look for or to tell their users to, I don't know, disable all the plugins and then enable them one by one to see what's causing the issue. Um, So I think that's, again, that's a really big help. Um, So uh, as we kind of wrap up here, uh, is there... Let me ask you what your favorite WordPress Toolkit feature is, uh, and then we'll get into how can somebody get WordPress Toolkit if they don't already have it.
1: Um, So as you already mentioned, um, if you update your WordPress website and something is wrong, you need to enable and disable each plugin by your own. And Mm -hmm. if you can reach the uh, back end, you normally would have need to rename folders or use the WordPress CLI. And that's one of the most things I like in the WordPress toolkit that you simply can go to the plugins tab and deactivate and activate plugins one by one and directly see what is happening on the website, but also install new plugins and themes by uploading them or linking them to wordpress.org.
0: Wow, that's great. So you can I mean you can manage WordPress without being inside WordPress essentially, is that right? Yeah.
1: So you can do yeah. nearly everything except uh, creating your content. So everything about the manager management of your website and everything beneath it can be done in the WordPress toolkit.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Um especially cuz as you said if there is a problem, right, and you get locked out, um I think probably a common one is is somebody Hits update on a plugin or a theme, and then they leave that screen too fast, and suddenly their website's in maintenance mode. Yeah, and they're like, I don't know "How they don't know to FTP in and, and delete that dot maintenance file." Um, so having being able to kind of do it outside of WordPress is is a huge help there. Um, that's great. So the WordPress toolkit is a feature of Plesk. If somebody is uh, is does it come by default? Um, for all Plesk users, or is there a way, if they don't have it, to be able to get it?
1: Um, So with the latest Plesk version, so since uh, more than over a year, we automatically install the WordPress toolkit with every new installation, no matter what kind of license you have. And then we have a WordPress toolkit um, special edition, which comes with a limited feature set, Included in all Plus editions, but in the uh, Web Pro and Web Host edition, we have the full-sized WordPress toolkit with everything enabled and usable.
0: That's great. And again, I would strongly encourage you to check out the WordPress toolkit. I will link in the show notes for this episode to some of the resources we talked about, including a video on how to use the WordPress toolkit done by yours truly. Um, Lucas, thank you so much for spending some time with us today and and talking about some common WordPress problems. Uh, just to go over those again, the most common ones are performance. Uh, customers expect good performance. Updates. People often don't update their own websites and doing core is easy, but Themes and plugins are not necessarily as easy. And then you have the security issue, right? And these are all kind of knock-on effects. So uh, the WordPress toolkit can help you with that. Anyway, Lucas, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time too. Thanks so much to Lucas for joining us today. Uh, It's really interesting to see uh, when a service provider has a majority of their users on WordPress, um, kind of what... They see as far as patterns go and some of the most common problems and uh, performance updates and security tend to always top the list. So lots of great information for how to be proactive about those things. For all of the show notes, head over to Plesk.com slash podcast. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps people discover the show. Thanks so much to listening to Next Level Ops. Until next time, remember to take it to the next level.